the government of india says we have something like 9 million people in the gulf or 90 lakh in the gulf i think it is an underestimate i would put probably the total number of uh, migrants indian migrants the gulf will be close to what we call them uh, 100 lakhs or 10 million why i am saying that because i have conducted a survey in both kerala and tamil nadu called the kerala migration survey and tamil nadu migration survey both these two survey indicate that kerala has 2.2 million uh, keralaites in the gulf and tamil nadu has around 1.3 that means out of the 100 lakhs migrants 35 lakhs are from only two states that means the remaining uh, 65 lakhs from the remaining the whole country definitely not because Uh, recently migration is changing in you know bigar uh, rajasthan uh, up so we are basically underestimating the migration i think this is something very important for us then only we can really estimate the return migration now the second point which i want to make is that though we talk about 10 million migrants today in the gulf gulf had lot of issues it's not the first time we are talking about uh, covid you know gulf had we had the gulf war we have seen the global crisis also in point of the nirag nirag crisis so we have seen several examples of how the gulf was behaving but then come back to the all the three incidents gulf war it is limited to only two countries global crisis which is limited to only again two three countries and the nirag only related to saudi arabia or what you call the migration policies right now we are going to expect more return migrants than the earlier occasion that means we are going to receive some type of exodus at this time compared to the earlier occasion i think this is some point i want to make so this is going to be important for the indian government and the state government to talk about rehabilitation of return migrants return migrants even the immigration bill some of you might heard about immigration bill not even a single word about return migrants i was telling yesterday to the mea migration has three cycle you leave work in the countries of destination then you come back if you are going to gulf you have to come back they will send you the dead body from there please remember we are not going to america america mean you get to pr if you go to gulf you have to come back there is no pr system so i think gulf migration return migration is part of the gulf migration so i think even policies are not attempting i have told the government yesterday please add this important point return migration is part of your migration so please keep that in mind and we have to talk about that more the third point which i want to make is that i don't think we have we have seen the return migrants right now we are seeing only the flights are coming back from what is called the one day bharat flights i was telling to government the kerala government one of the official the migrants have not come only the dependents have come pregnant women children elderly who went on visit visas who are not little bit well all have come real migrants very few have come that means you have to wait some more time we have to convert from the vande bharat flight to the normal flight i think that will start probably in june or july i have no idea at all that means what we have seen now is basically a trial what is called that teaser for the movie the full migration you have to wait like formally before the movie releases you get it what is called the trailer that will be basically for 3 months 3 minutes but then the movie will be 2 hours 3 hours we have to wait for the movie release similarly return migrants full flown return migrants you have to wait until december so next 6 month basically people will be started coming and i am putting based on the latest data which uh, kerala government did kerala government asked the pravasis who were in the in the gulf please register if you want to come back to kerala by the special flights and there were 5 lakhs people registered out of that 60000 people said they lost jobs and other than that we also had experience of running the kerala migration survey for last eight rounds for the last 20 years based on these both we are expecting close to 30% of the indian migrants will come back 30% of the indian migrants will come back that mean we are talking about something between 15 lakhs migrants will come back kerala will receive at least 3 lakhs other states like 
தமிழ்நாடு தெலுங்கானா உத்தரப்பிரதேஷ் ராஜஸ்தான் நாட் ஈவன் சிங்கிள் வேர்ட் ஒவ்வொருக்கிறவுடன் only thing is covid is brought them to the limelight so we are expecting 10 to 15% migrants are likely to come back we are talking about out of 100 lakhs 15 lakhs will return back to india and will be spread to all the states highest will be in kerala followed by tamil nadu kerala we are expecting 3 lakhs i am already informing the government but the kerala government thinks they they, they are expecting 6 lakhs but i told them don't worry because people who ever want to come now they are telling it is basically the panic registration don't trust this it is called panic you know like people like us we are someday we buy outside panic buying you go and buy thinking that lockdown will continue so you go on buying many things so we are buying panically so the migrants want to come panic because they think covid is there and they have a problem everywhere is covid is there and kerala was doing reasonably well so people want to come so i think you don't treat this uh, resistance as something firm so it will take some time for people to realize because the covid is migrating everywhere there is no border for migration uh, for covid covid require no visa no passport no ecr nothing it can move anywhere and we have seen it has gone everywhere so even people come here to kerala they are bringing the covid somebody coming from bombay to trivandrum they are bringing covid by train we call them corona express so we can see that people now everywhere covid is there so i don't think we should worry about that everywhere we are all part of the covid life now we have to live with covid so the 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 the, the psychological fear the migrants had to come back i think slowly with will be subsidized so some people may not come i think that's something very important for us the another point which i want to make it even that when we talk about 30% of the migrants will come back these migrants should be divided into three categories one is we should call them some of the migrants or at least 10% of them i am talking the kerala context out of 3 lakhs coming to kerala at least 1 lakh will be what i call them normal return migrants every year people are returning from the gulf so it is not something new to us kerala has already an estimated 15 lakhs return migrants because kerala's history is 50 year old i went to north kerala i met some family they said my grandparent grandfather was in the gulf my father was in the gulf now i am in the gulf so you can imagine they had three generation of migrants in the gulf but still they have no pr to gulf if you are living three generations in america you might be called indo american indo uk but here there is no indian uh, there is no indo arab citizen so most of them are here so we have 15 lakh migrants already returned back and sitting in kerala out of that there are six mlas in the assembly <laughs> i have no idea how many return migrants are in the parliament in india i have no idea i will i will do the analysis very soon because when i told to the six return migrants i had a meeting with them separate meeting like i had a zoom with only the six return migrant mlas they told me sir we are the one who won the election people who contested will be five times more than this number we are winners but many are losers who contested elections it is true in many parliament election assembly election so return migrant can contest election they are in the assembly they are asking question to the cm what is happening to the migrants when are we bringing them when are we sending the flight why can't we send a flight back with uh, some doctors to dubai you know i think this is something when they talk too much about this migrant then i told them there is no kerala passport only indian passport so you can't do much indian government has to take a decision because you are a part of india you don't think you are one of the emirate of emirates you have six emirates you think you kerala is one of the emirates no kerala is a part of india so there is no kerala passport wait for the mea to advise you what to do with your uh, malayalis because there is no malayali passport so 10% of them will normal return we don't need to worry about them because they come with some saving they spend 10 years but the problem is many of them don't know how to invest their money they are being cheated by uh, many people because they are not uh, they are not literates what i call them in kerala 
literacy rate is 100% but the finance literacy is 0% <laughs> they, they, they don't know what to do with the money people will cheat them somebody will tell them you get 1 lakh i will make you 2 lakh next year next month they will give the money that fellow will run so we have to give them advice on how to invest their money so the government should facilitate so that they don't need to depend upon anybody they can depend upon their own resources another 10% of them i call them remigration please remember return migration is not end of the story remigration 10% of them will remigrate i have seen them in the global crisis i have seen some in the nilagat they will lose jobs in dubai uh, in in saudi arabia come back to kerala then they will go to dubai in the global crisis they lost job in dubai they came back they went to qatar so people will remigrate that mean 1 lakh malayalis will remigrate similarly 5 lakh indians want to remigrate what you can do we have what is called the skill india program so we should think of upgrading our people skills like you are you know someday when you move from economy to executive class somebody says when you go to the airport when you get into the flight they say sir we have upgraded you you are very happy why because you are going to sit in the executive class you may be, you may be sitting with some mps there mlas there some senior will be there because you are you are you are upgraded your seat similarly you have to upgrade the skills of our migrants so that they can easily remigrate and they can go beyond gulf please remember covid is going to create lot of opportunities for new migration new corridors don't think migration is over migration is not over covid is was basically the beginning of a new migration 2021 there will be new migration if the gulf is coming down we will move everywhere i was telling to the kerala government there are 200 countries in the world why we are talking about only six countries if they say no forget about dubai go to where africa kenya malaysia or italy there are people already died many people you need some nurses go to america already 1 lakh people died some more will die we know that so send there may be demand for migrants so don't think that oh my god everything is gone forget about that there will be new remigration new migration so we have to give positive understanding migrants will suffer next six months but they will be very good after 2021 the new year will be the good for the migrants so we don't need to worry about them but we have to empower them skills another 10% of them what is called the distress return migrants they have no money to even pay their air tickets i met some of them they paid money to go to gulf they have not even earned the money what they spent they come and even commit suicide not farmer suicide we are talking about return migrant suicide not just coming from gulf and committing suicide i have seen migrants going back from mumbai delhi chennai going back to their villages in the sending uh, sending states like north they are going back and committing suicide because please remember in the history of migration never never in the history of migration returned migrants go back without any money this is the first time they are going with empty hands they are begging for train tickets you have seen in india they are begging for flight ticket migrants not are not beggars they are not beggars we have made them to beg we have made them to beg i think this something we have to be we all as a policy maker as a academician we have all failed to protect the migrant these 10% migrants need some support from the government i was telling the government you should even pay them yeah 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 their tickets their their, their recruitment cost give them some loan to start something new otherwise they may commit suicide because they will go into depression we have to talk about this 10% we have to talk about return migration policies for them for example indian government announced 20 lakh crore self reliant india not even a single word about return migration 84 billion dollar they sent last year of course the world bank says 23% will decline to india i am predicting at least 15% will come down kerala will lose 15000 crores not even a single word are they not existing many political parties in this country all use the diasporas and migrants to to get money for their elections mm. every party receive money from the migrants diasporas from america from uk from gulf all forgotten in the name of covid 
very sad migrants require our attention at least 10% of the migrants require our attention i think this is something we have to talk about that and finally there is always yeah, at least 10 to 20% of the indians are undocumented in the gulf undocumented i call them parallel labor market is a parallel labor market or what you call them invisible them you know when you are walking in the in the in the sun in the sun sun you know 3 o'clock you will see somebody walking behind you like a shadow labor market and already kuwait has announced amnesty i am sure that by december all the countries in the gulf will announce amnesty so we are going to expect some more return migrants because when there was amnesty last time i met some people in the gulf are you have no papers why can't you go back then they told me sir what we will do in india we have no job there also and that is true even today we have no jobs in this country so even people come back what they do we know even pre covid there was a job crisis in india we were not even able to publish the employment data unemployment was very high so i think people cannot come so please remember because of the covid this time all the people who are undocumented will come back to india because if you are undocumented you will not get any medical attention in the gulf countries when you go to the hospital they will ask you first so your labor card if you have no labor card you are sure you are going to die because officially you don't exist officially you don't exist because you have a indian passport expired visa so this time all the people who have no passport they will come already 25000 people are waiting from kuwait to come they are waiting for the indian government clearance i don't know it is 25 or more we have to wait but this time nobody will say i will come next time i will wait for next amnesty no they will come this time i think we should talk about them because we should provide them some facilities so that they they recover their 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 life and uh, and i think i think this is what i would like to uh, you know give you some brief ideas on the return migration remigration gulf and uh, of course you have any uh, any question you can ask before i conclude i also want to make a statement probably like uh, kerala government could handle the corona virus in the initial period because they know the migration statistics for kerala mm. kerala had even zero covid in few days in our history only when we allowed the people to come from gulf and also within the country the covid is now showing around 100 plus so like this we have no data in any any states so i request talk to people i am already talking to the indian government we should talk about india migration survey 2021 mm. we all should join together and we should have at least the migration statistics should be better you should have the correct number how many are there where are there what are they doing how many men which is the best corridor we can talk about that i think this something we should talk about that for that we need a good statistics and india migration survey can provide you that statistics thank you very much i am looking forward for some comments questions thank you thank you sir uh, certainly everybody would agree that you have raised some of the very pertinent questions very important questions here and the kind of apathy uh, one sees towards migrants or one the kind of uh, you know lack of understanding of the phenomenon of uh, you know migration and return migration among the policy makers is quite amazing and you have raised uh, you know the point that nearly 1.5 million uh, migrants will be coming back to india and almost 3 lakhs or 300000 to kerala only uh, uh, while uh, while we wait for some of the uh, questions i think there are some uh, very interesting questions which have uh, uh, which have started to come already so maybe i'll just uh, try and put them in some uh, you know some form to you and then we can have one round of the question answer uh, session so there is a question regarding uh, you know women unskilled you know migrants who have been working in gulf countries in the domestic household sector and what would be you know their situation and how that would be affected uh, also the fate of you know uh, agencies the hr agencies 
who have been working to send migrants to these countries how would that be affected also regarding the long term you know impact on the economy of the states we, who send the migrants i mean kerala and tamil nadu and then other states also how these states would be affected in the long term in terms of uh, you know uh, their economic issues you certainly raise some very important points regarding the remittances and all and also the issue regarding the skilling of these migrants so uh, i think these are some of the very uh, important issues spe- specifically with regard to the skills uh, given the fact that most of the you know uh, youth population in india uh, re- remain kind of you know wanting when it comes to skills skill development so i think these are some of the issues right now uh, and there is another question is there any policy uh, you know level initiatives by uh, gulf by india or indian indian states uh, to talk to the gulf governments and you know take care of the issue in the immediate and you know in the long term so maybe uh, uh, perhaps you can uh, take some of these questions now and then uh, some other questions also perhaps uh, we can also ask uh, uh, you know professor i can see professor pant uh, here pansa is here uh, so maybe he can also ask some questions but maybe uh, first i'll give you the you know floor to answer and then we can Some yeah let me uh, let me take the some questions then maybe we can have the next round of questions because i have given more time we have another 30 minutes uh, let me talk to you something on the women migrants i think this is something we have to discuss uh, deeply on that uh, partly because we have no statistics anyway this is i was telling them long time back and uh, our migration data from the kerala tells us out of this uh, Uh, 100 lakhs migrants which i am telling government says 9 9 million i am telling 10 million at least uh, 20 lakhs supposed to be between 16 to 20 lakhs will be women migrants which includes domestic worker nurses and also accompanying women because in 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 dubai alone 20% of the uh, people are staying with their families wives and children uh, please because they have indian school so 20% of them are uh, working but then the problem is before we talk about them but the problem in the gulf i know there are problems some of them may not be want to come they may be not able to come their problems are there but the problems for them starts from india we have we have what is called them we have disabled them from india itself we tell them you you don't go if you are not 30 you should not go i think i was asking sometime back some of the members in the government where did you get this ma- magic age 30 where did you get i i'm i'm surprised 31 can go 29 cannot go which is very sad but n- many countries what is this we are talking about that mean you are already started discriminating them in india itself forget about their this you know you are what they do many of the women are going underground for example i think 7 8 years back i went to i went to do a study on domestic worker i went to a poi office i was sitting in the hyderabad office and i told the poi i saw a lot of women outside sir i am sure some of them are less than 30 some of them are less than 30 they said yeah 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 but uh, you look at their passport can you tell me who are less than that so i they give given me 100 passports which are in this table so i look at the passport then i told them these five women i think they are less than 30 call them inside they are not 30 they got the passport with age 30 yeah today you can manipulate your passport you can manipulate everything including the aadhar card people have aadhar card but they are not in nrc we know that so please remember that we are not allowing them to go so we should abolish this 30 years policy and we should abolish this ecr passports why you have ecr passport everybody is equal why you are creating two two class of passports if you are 10 standard pass stand in the other queue what is the day nothing so we are creating barriers for women migration i think we should scrap all the things in the in the post covid if you scrap them they can also move freely now they are going underground they go and visit visa then they go underground they go on some visa they go underground are why why why, why you are allowing them they have a equal right to work they have equal right to earn as long as i have equal right my daughter my wife my sister have equal right i can go when i am 21 to gulf my wife cannot go 
my sister cannot go. What is this policy? I think we have to protest that. I think there's something we have to start looking at our own eyes. Are we treating our human migrant equally? Then how can you ask others? First, you should look at your eyes. You, you first, you clear your eyes. Then you tell other people eyes have some problem. We are not treating them well. I think that might continue. That they are already underground. They have no proper passport. They are living in fear. I think this is something very important. Second point, I, I also want to talk about these recruitment agents. Yesterday, I was with the MEA. and there were recruitment agents were sitting many places and they were talking about post covid what will be the retirement uh, recruitment in the future you may not be able to collect money so much money what you are collecting they will not come for interview no, you can't move you can't move between cities you cannot move, move between districts you cannot move between your office to outside okay, everywhere is a, there is a, a red alert because of not because of any any climate change because of covid everywhere it alert so you can't make money so they have to plan so i told them you have to think no innovative ideas don't collect money from the migrants collect from the employers mm. i told them i went to dubai to do a study once they told me sir i wanted 100 worker i paid to the agent in india i will give you each worker you give me best worker i'll give you the train ticket flight ticket and i'll give you 100 dollar service charge i pay them but i was told your indian agencies are collecting them again this is wrong i met one of the recruitment agents in 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 philippines he said i am in the business for last 40 years i visited 180 countries to send filipino migrants i never collected single paise from any of the migrants i have sent i collect from other fellows why should i collect from my own citizen who are filipinos i think we should talk about ethical recruitment i think they will learn from the covid 19 i think they will learn in fact uh, i was told you know few days back one of the i got a call from london they asked me sir can you send me 100 nurses from kerala i said i never i am not a recruiter i am a migration expert not the migration recruiter then i thought it's a good business i can start after my retirement from cds after one year i can start a agency i can send nurses it's a big business then i told him that uh, kerala sends lot of nurses i know sir can you get me the nurses who cure the old people from kottayam and here old people are cured you know, there will be lot of demand for nurse migration so i think i think there is mostly women so i think we should talk about the recruitment agency will change then about what the what is the policies we should talk about that return migration there is no policy i told you when the immigration bill is not talking about that but the state governments are burning the figures like i was telling you 10000 crores less in kerala economy it's a big money it is maybe more money than what they earn from uh, allowing people to drink in the road and it will have implication for the economy because when you talk about 3 million 3 lakh migrants are coming back please remember we are talking about 3 lakh families one family supports five people at home one gulf migrant will support four people at home so we are talking about 15 lakh people families will be affected it's not individual migrate migration is individual but the impact will be on the families so i think we should look at the families that's why i was talking yesterday with uh, some of the another discussion with uh, somebody on the internal migrants they said government decided to give 5 kg rice to all the internal migrants i told them 5 kg rice for five people in the house my god you are not doing anything there will be no food security 5 kg 5 people one month nothing they can do they will eat only for two days so 28 days they have to starve so similarly we have to talk about 3 lakh families kerala is started talking about that they are planning some policies they are planning something but the unfortunate is that other states are not talking about that that is the very sad other states it is not only kerala is receiving return migrants i told you out of the 84 billion came last year 20% came to kerala even you do some other estimate 25% 75% of the 84 billion dollar went to other part of india what are they doing what are they doing don't treat migrants as a as a what is called the uh, you know the, the the cow which gives you milk you also should protect the cows not only as long as they give you milk you protect them then you send them to the road no you should protect them then they are not giving milk now they are not giving milk i told you they are coming back without any money 
So I think we should talk seriously on return migration. Every government should talk, and they should plan policies for them. I'm going to stop here. Let us let us get some more questions, please. Thank you. Thanks, thanks a lot, sir. I think the, the, there is so many questions here. It's really difficult to keep pace with all the questions, but I'll try and you know put it in some kind of a you know nutshell. And so most of the question there were there was one question about the Indian policy to not accept bodies even of those migrants who have who have not died out of due to COVID. So some of them have been you know refused. Two people raised that question, and then there was the question about there was one question regarding uh, you know how how did you come across the number of 1.5 million uh, you know. people who would be coming back so i mean maybe you can throw some light uh, uh, since you have been working on the area for such a long time one can understand that you would have arrived at it because of the surveys you have done uh, extensively uh, and then uh, there was one question regarding the uh, since you have been talking about uh, the new opportunities that will come for migration so if you can throw some light on that as well uh, then there were some questions regarding the welfare of migrants both the general migrants and specifically healthcare workers in gulf countries from india is there any policy initiatives by government of india or government of kerala to uh, you know talk to the uh, 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 the gulf countries and and figure out how uh, that can be you know mitigated uh, then then there was also question about the issue of uh, you know uh, the ex extending the Uh, immunity to the migrants because of the visa you know uh, expiration issue uh, and and uh, one of the questions said that saudi arabia and qatar has already uh, you know extended the visa for pakistani expatriate workers for one year so is there any initiative regarding uh, uh, you know indian migrants as well and then there was question about the larger political i mean larger political uh, impact on india gulf relations or india relations with gulf countries uh, dr kishishan was also asking question about the issue of amnesty to the migrants uh, and is there any 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 discussion at the at the level of policy or at the level of uh, you know mea uh, if that can be uh, uh, something which you can perhaps uh, try and throw some light then there was a question about the uh, impact on uh, india in terms of extremism because some of there were some news reports about some of the uh, you know uh, challenges related to extremism among migrants in gulf countries or those who are returning to india or or even if not really a question of extremism but also organized crime because we know that a lot of organized crime also you know take place through these uh, routes so if 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 there is any any you have come across any uh, data regarding that during your research or surveys uh, there was also some question regarding the uh, gulf migrants facing problem due to the sponsorship system the problems related to theft of wages by employers in gulf countries you know a lot of questions which which Uh, the gulf uh, migrants in the gulf uh, have faced in the past not necessarily always but they have faced uh, in that so perhaps you can you know throw some light and then we can yeah i think i think i, I we have more question than i can provide you answer look like <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good is. thing <laughs> there is lot of interest of course people can write to me and they can read something yeah let me pick up some points i think something very important is that uh, now people uh, talk to me about this migration policies in the gulf or what is called the uh, uh, localization policies i will tell you it has failed because first time i went to gulf to study migration was in 2002 i remember the ambassador was uh, uh, k what is his name i don't remember he was in ua ambassador in 2002 mm, uh, my name is not coming i was sent by the kerala government i went with a white passport and uh, i was reported to the indian embassy first because there was no moe at the time mea had a gulf division they given me the visa to visit when i went there they were telling me at the time there was a policy called emiratization uae 
and they also told me there is a word they told me that time yeah yeah expert who is helping the uae government to control migration he himself a migrant <laughs> very important is that he himself he is advising government how to control migration he is a migrant and he i i he talked to me you know very nicely he told me that you know and then he told me about one word told me first time i never heard the word called demographic imbalance in the gulf mm. i asked him i am a demographer you are telling me a new word he said demography imbalance means all the gulf countries don't want one country citizens we want to distribute visas to all the 200 countries but even then even today india is number 1 in all gulf countries having the highest number that mean indians are able to maneuver the policy we know how to corrupt we are very clever in that i don't need to tell you people we are very clever we are there we are there i don't think that uh, any policy will 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 immediately stop migration because this policy will fail this policy is there everywhere what is brexit it is about migration what is america first by the by president donald trump it is migration so please remember these policies will be there and migrants will continue to go so, because migrants are not doing the local jobs mm. migrants are doing what we call them 3d jobs dirty dangerous and demeaning mm. if you see somebody if you see somebody in america who is painting the 28th floor of your building 28th floor of the building he will not be american he will be a mexican if you go to uae and see somebody is painting the fourth floor in a building he will be either indian or pakistani or bangladeshi if you come to kerala and see somebody building at the sixth floor he is not a malayali <laughs> malayali will be painting in dubai here somebody will from west bengal or somebody from uh, i don't want to name the states so please remember they are doing dirty dangerous and demeaning so the locals will talk too much you want to work get it done you need migrants so these policies will be talk of the town for short time it may be even political i think they will talk too much when the election is over the business will be as usual i have seen bombay i was in bombay 20 years back 30 years back studying in mumbai they used to tell me migrants you know you know maharashtra or maharashtrians son of the soil and it was started by a political party of course that party is now ruling uh, bombay anyway so this all will not work i think this all will be good for politics for the election manifesto but the migrants will go back so i am not trusting too much on that it will be talk of the town for some time business will be as usual when you reach on january february the second point i want to make is covid has brought us lot not just a Uh, it's an invisible war, and the, and the, who is the enemy? Coronavirus. Every country is fighting. So when the fighting is over, migration business will be as usual. Migration will pick it up. But six months, migrant will suffer because I have a trust. I was, I have looked at the Gulf crisis. I have looked at the Nidagat crisis. I have looked at the earlier, uh, earlier crisis uh, like a Gulf war. Short run, migrant will lose. Short run, migrant will suffer. long run they are the winner they are the winner i don't think you can stop anyone who want to leave to the outside the country they will go you cannot protect the border they will go that is something very important for us to learn the another point i want to talk about the health workers you know today i was talking with some another researcher in the morning with a zoom health worker also cannot go there are barriers today health worker can go only through the recruitment agencies run by the government we have seven agencies in india you have to go through that and what happened the government data is showing not many nurses are going whereas nurses are going on visit visa mm. they get the job there and then they join there you may not know i was asking one of the nurses sir you don't send somebody to bombay saying that look for a job and he will stay with your cousin what are you doing looking for a job in mumbai i'm looking for a job here visit visa so you are allowing so you don't know the real data because you are you are putting lot of barriers for migrants you have to be because india has in a big demographic dividend you can't give jobs and you are talking about skill india when you have skills people have skills and you are not giving them 200 rupees what are you doing in the indian country nreg 200 rupees 100 days work 
they will satisfy by that no i was asking them you are giving 100 days work but they need four for 365 days what they will do 265 they will migrate unless you give them 365 days nreg and don't ruby they may they may not sit in the village otherwise how do they sit 100 days work what they do other days sorry they will come out they will come to mumbai chennai so like that migrants will continue you should not have barriers for them i think we should reduce the barrier in the post covid we should learn from them now regarding the terrorism i think that is a very 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 interesting question all the unemployed can lead to terrorism today we talk about red district in india there are they talk about red red district where what is called the uh, you know naxalites and things like that please remember in 1970s some of you who knows the kerala history kerala had lot of naxals in kerala in 1970s kerala is a good place for terrorism because you are close to the sea the kerala and jammu kashmir kerala is close to the sea and there was a terrorism in uh, sri lanka it would have easy for the kerala to collaborate with the ltd make money but unfortunately 1970s gulf opened up people went to gulf when they started seeing money there is no nationalism <laughs> nationalism is only you are unemployed when you are employed getting money they all become capitalist now not even nationalist they are all become capitalist so i think unemployment will create nationalism so we may not be able to give them employment so at least india should facilitate orderly and safe migration and india also should promote migration why should we feel sigh why should i feel sigh to promote migration today india has a demographic advantage i was telling one of the meeting india can supply labor for all the 210 countries somebody want plumber you can send them somebody want housemaid you can send them somebody want nurses you you can send them somebody want uh, unskilled you can send them somebody want terrorist you can send them somebody want retired police officer you can send them we are people why can't you openly promote migration what is wrong openly we talk we all want to migrate professors want to take two year leave and work in other countries to make extra money why can't everybody allow them give them freedom so i think we should openly promote migration globally i was telling to the kerala government you are asking the special flight from the gulf next time when the covid comes you should ask them flight from new york to trivandrum not from kudubai trivandrum why you should have people in new york also so we should have indian should be in every country not 100 200 we should be in large number we are number 1 population we are number 2 we will be number 1 in few years after we will overtake china very soon then we should send our people no barrier facilitate them don't allow anyone to go undocumented give them a open policy you want to go please go i was telling them you should have a, even a special employment exchange for migrants anybody want to migrate there should be employment exchange like i was telling to kerala you have kerala matrimony you have nayar matrimony what it is you want to connect boys and girls why can't you connect migrants have a separate employment exchange for migrant some professor want to go for 3 years he can put his bio data then people who look for it is like a matching that's what the matrimony matrimony does kerala matrimony tamil matrimony what it what it does it provide you lot of opportunities you can look for so many boys so many girls you can choose like that i should be able to choose where i want to go dubai or new york i should decide so i should be given choices and that choice should be given by what is called the opening up the uh, what is called the migration corridor migration issues i have few more minutes so we'll take one more round of questions maybe yes, few questions yes, yes. thank you only, only a couple of couple of them uh, um, dr meena singh why was asking uh, uh, that uh, you know is there any role for private sector in this kind of a situation so maybe if you can throw some light on that and uh, there was also some question regarding the competition between return migrants uh, with local workers in india and then if if they go back to gulf countries you know because of nationalization issues and all that uh, and there was also i mean i i thought uh, dr sean foley is here from the united states and he wanted to ask a question maybe uh, i can unmute him and he uh, if he can uh, just take a couple of minutes to to ask his question uh, dr sean foley if you are here uh, please ask your question Hi, one of the the really interesting things that's emerged um in the Gulf over the last 3 to 4 months has been a significant amount of nationalism 
and a significant amount, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, a significant amount of nationalism and a significant amount of, of focus on workers being, um, on expatriate workers being a threat. That's actually been a language that's been used and patriotic duty. Uh, how does the Indian government look at, at managing that issue? Again, nationalization has not been a successful policy, or at least not fully successful for a significant period of time. But the political pressure within the Gulf now does seem to be pressing for that. How will the Indian government look at that issue? Thank you, Dr. Sean Pali. And we have Dr. Joseph Kishishian from Lebanon, who is a leading expert on Gulf countries and a very good friend of uh, you know, the MEI. Uh, maybe, sir, if you would like to ask a question, just a couple of minutes for you. Well, thank you very much as well. I'm glad uh, to have this opportunity to ask my question to the very, very interesting talk. You mentioned amnesty. Amnesty in the Gulf is a serious question. The, the, all of the governments of the Gulf now are really working very hard to come to terms with the undocumented workers. You've estimated about a million Indians undocumented in the Gulf. This is a huge number. What is the Indian government planning to negotiate the settlement of these undocumented workers so that they can be at least legalized and regularized? And, and finally, an important point that you mentioned, you said that a lot of these migrant workers are doing dirty work. This is true, but I think they're also doing dangerous work. And, and without the construction area, without the Indian workers in the construction area, we would not see uh, the cities that have emerged, the factories that have emerged. So I would change a little bit uh, that wording with all due respect to you. And, and it's not dirty work, it's dangerous work. And I think that people uh, ought to uh, pay attention to that. Anyway, thanks for a great talk. Thanks, thanks a lot, Dr. Kishishan, for your question. Yeah. Uh, I, I could, I, I saw uh, Pansar also was there, Professor Pan. So if you, if you wanted to ask something, uh, you know, just, just for a minute, if you're here, and final round uh, of question there, perhaps uh, Professor Rajan can. Uh, yeah, I will, I will, because we have, the, yeah. Uh, I will take up some questions. I think then probably I will, we will we'll stop in another five or six minutes. Yes. You know, two things I want I want to make. One is that uh, I think I was telling about 3D jobs is dirty, dangerous, and demeaning. So it includes all the the wording, 3Ds. So dangerous is the word, not dirty is passing the, uh, you know, like for example, when I go to Gulf countries, who is washing the, uh, maybe the bathroom is maybe an Indian. I asked one of the men when I was in the hotel in Dubai, he said, I asked him, did you wash your, your cup? You are bringing teacup in your house. He said that is her work. But you are washing the bathroom here. But that's okay. Yes, you don't see that. You are washing the bathroom anyway. So I think, you know, this is a reality. I think, I think this is what everybody does. I want to pick up, I think, two questions. One is this undocumented migrants. Now, this is, you know, this is something uh, uh, we should talk seriously. But unfortunately, there is no data. I am putting 10%. I am putting, in fact, I would put even 20%. I was estimating... Uh, sometime back, uh, 20 to 30 percent of the Indians are undocumented, one of my estimates. And of course, the earlier estimate done by several scholars saying 10, 12 percent are other thing. But the problem is, we have to recognize that they exist. Indian government has recognized that because that is very important. You have recognized I have some health problem. So we are thinking that there is nobody in the Gulf is undocumented. We know that their undocumented are there. And we have seen this in the Nidagat time. Nidagat time, there are many Indians who are regularized. Lacks of Indians. They, they were closing the door because they were raiding in the Iraqat period some three years back. So I think we have to recognize the problem and it is one of the serious... We are talking about undocumented Bangladeshis in India. We talk about that. I think we should talk about every country has undocumented everywhere. I was telling to the European Commission one of the meetings. I have seen undocumented Europeans in Goa because we never asked them passport. I see people are walking in the Goa beach. Did you ask them you have a visa? No, because you are, I think if you look at the undocumented, there may be some people in the beach in Kerala may be undocumented, but we don't worry. They pay the fine, they go. We, we don't make it very big. We are, they, they are overstaying. But I think this is something we have to talk about that. You know, the overstaying is very important issue. And many people are overstaying partly because policies created in India through visit visas, 
and partly created by the gulf country itself they have a gabala system if you have working with one employer you have problem then you leave without telling him then you become undocumented he will not give you your passport so we have to study that very carefully and uh, and finally i think i saw one interesting question about prime drain now i think I, i i would like to have rather than brain waste in india let us have brain gain because you know brain waste is something we should talk about that lot of brain are wasted in this country not wasted in jain you anyway but uh, wasted <laughs> everywhere <laughs> not so i think we should talk about uh, not brain waste brain drain i think we should talk about brain we should not talk about brain drain we should talk about brain gain we should send our people to study and come back we have lot of brain gain in india we should talk about brain gain we know a lot of people are coming back and return migrants especially skilled migrants are coming back so we should talk about this what are we talking about you have a shorter life and we want to be fully utilize your 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 labor your human development like i was telling kerala had educated everybody they could not give jobs all of them went out they made money now kerala has more money but they have no jobs i was talking one of the worker in in in, in qatar i went to a worker camp i asked him are you are staying in a camp there are 200 people only one bathroom why can't you go back to god's own country kerala is god's own country you left from kerala then he told me god has migrated from kerala to gulf he is not in kerala now <laughs> see that is the reality kerala people are. he has migrated to gulf i have only followed him he is not in kerala so i think this is the attitude of people we want to earn money we want to come back because migration means money nothing more everybody leaves what the economics says if you are given extra salary you leave your jobs you move between university to university somebody is offering a higher position we leave for we leave for 200 rupees our jobs if we are leaving 200 rupees some promotion one increment people leave 100 rupees people leave within the country changing organization changing newspaper changing media why extra 100 rupees so i think the migrants have every right to move we should not stop them we should facilitate them so that india has orderly safe migration throughout the world i'm going to stop here